So I just flew back from Los Angeles. I hate flying, first of all. I always get a little sensitive to my surroundings on a flight. A pilot walked on, the pilot, I thought, you know, pilot uniform, and um, his face was completely red, and he was sweaty, kind of unkempt, glassy-eyed, and drunk-looking, like fully, fully drunk. And he was hitting on the flight attendant. He was like kind of aggressively, and I, I was straining forward to hear what he was saying, but he, the flight attendant was taller than him. At one point I heard him say, um, uh, so where do you live, little lady? And I just love that he called her little lady. She was taller than him. <laughs> I think I'd rather be flown by a drunk person than a person who calls a, a woman little lady. Well, what about both? That's a bad combination. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't rather be flown by a drunk person. I'd rather be flown by a very responsible misogynist. I hope the women who are listening to this aren't offended by that. <laughs> Justin wants to be flown by a misogynist pilot. That's, want, that's the that's sound, sound bite. <laughs> Life could be a dream. Life could be a dream. You're listening to Life is Short. I'm your host, Justin Long, and... Life could be a dream, sweetheart. With me, as always, is... You're biting your lower lip, Christian. In like Long. a sexual way? Yeah, it's, you're staring at me and biting your lower lip. And I know it's not sexual, but <laughs> but it, it's rare to see that in a non-sexual way. Really? Yeah. Uh, maybe oh, not. it looks really weird. Is that how I look? <laughs> well, It looks really weird when you do it. I'll stop doing it. Anyway. Anyway, we're both here. Hi, yay, guys. I made it. <laughs> the pilot was not drunk. The pilot was drunk. The pilot was not flying the plane. But he had his uniform on and he was hitting on the flight attendant like he was he had this power of a pilot he was like a, and and could not have looked more drunk sounded more drunk it so was so funny i think a guy who calls a woman little lady is w would you agree that he's either uh a misogynist or a hundred <laughs> right aren't those the two yeah, options I, left yeah like or both. I mean, it would be both. So are you saying all 100-year-olds are misogynists? <laughs> well. <they're, laughs> yeah, we don't want to alienate some no. of our fans. <laughs> That's our biggest demo. Yeah, we have, we have a big centurion we base. Have the 95 to 110 uh, demographic. <laughs> we, we crush. <laughs> Actually, speaking of 100-year-olds who, who may listen to this, our, um, we thought our grandmother, whom we're going to interview soon, much to all of your delights, uh, she, we thought she was asking how to listen to the podcast. What did she say to you? She said, she said, she wrote me an email and it was, you know, how are you doing? How are the dogs? Blah, blah, blah. And she said, Oh, one more thing. How do you stream all in capital letters? How do you stream? And, and like eight question marks. Yeah. Lo love always grandma. But, but she didn't provide any context to why she was or what she was asking. So it could be about peeing. It could be, it could be, yeah, it could be about a, a babbling brook. Uh, but I imagine, I figured it was about the podcast. Whitewater rafting. <laughs> she wants to get into whitewater rafting for her 103rd birthday. It wouldn't, I mean, she wouldn't, it would shock me. I was going to say it wouldn't shock me, but it would, but she, she's very active. She, um, recently bragged about speaking of streams and urinating. She recently bragged about, um, not needing diapers uh, and about how like her younger friends, Oh, like much younger friends, much younger, like 20 years younger. She has friends who are like 83 who live in this, you know, <laughs> community with her. And, and, uh, and she sees them as like, she talks about them like they're kids kind of like, yeah. they're, it's weird for an 84 year old person to be, uh, you know, described that way, but they are like a Youngsters. whole generation younger than her. Um, 
And they wear diapers. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, and then I was like, I, I found it funny at first, but then I was like, oh, she should be bragging about this. I would, I would brag about that. It's an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll talk to her about that shortly. But um, the point of the pilot story was uh, here. I'm going to, I just found the text that I wrote Christian. Um, I said, uh, oh, right. You wanted a record of your yeah. final, like if that was it. I if, did. Yeah. So long story short, Justin became friends with a drunk non-pilot and now he's our guest yes. on the show today. So please welcome. He's, he's sobered up, I think. Anyway, this is the text I wrote, Christian. I said, uh, the pilot of this flight is so red-faced. <laughs> he looks like a drunk Jim Gaffigan. I'm actually genuinely concerned and he's grossly flirting with the blonde middle-aged flight attendant. Uh, I said, I don't think he's flying. And then I wrote him just to, so he'd feel better. I said, I don't think he's flying. He's just hitching a ride, but he's still in the cockpit. <laughs> that also made me concerned that he was, once I realized he was just hitching a ride, it was like, well, why do you have to make, why does he get to go in the cockpit? He was wasted. He was, he was actually in the cockpit. Yes. He sat in that little jumper seat. I feel like that. It, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, oh. He, the whole flight. And then at the end he was like, you did it. I saw him like kind of get out of the cockpit <laughs> and, 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 and it was a red eye. And at one point he, he, he made a couple trips to the bathroom and he was so loud and I was, I was trying to sleep in the... That alone seems dangerous. It's I like, know. it's like, you know, have you ever driven a really been the DD for a really drunk person? And there's always that possibility that he or she could like impulsively just grab the wheel oh, or yeah, something and yeah. do something crazy. And like, I feel like I've tried to do that as both a, a DD and a DP. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't get into DPs. Anyway. Anyway. But the, so the point is, <laughs> the point is the drunk pilot who wasn't flying the plane, thankfully, uh, looked ex so much like Jim Gaffigan. But Jim is uh, our guest today. I know I'm repeating myself, but he is one of the funniest people. Well, we have had some very funny That's people true. on the show. So I think it, it bears repeating. He actually, like, b by the numbers, legitimately is, like, one of the top, I think, five oh, really? most successful comedians in the country. The thing about Jim, though, is that he's, he's funny in so many ways. He's also funny... I don't know how to say this without sounding insulting, and, I, it, and it comes up in the interview, but he's very funny-looking too. Mm -hmm. He's got mm -hmm. a funny and he's got a funny delivery and he's got this. I remember when I first met him, I just really, I loved being around him. He made me, he's the kind of person that makes you laugh even when he's saying something mundane, you know, when he's just like describing what he had for breakfast, because he has this hint of a wry smile on his face every mm -hmm. time he talk when he talks about certain things and he the, to the point where there have been times where i'll start laughing and i'll go and then the smile kind of breaks into a bigger smile and i go what what's why are you laughing you know even when we talk about some serious stuff and he's so consistently funny that it's hard to pivot with him and talk he, about serious stuff he's always sort of reminded me of jerry seinfeld someone like that yeah. when i think of jim gaffigan i always think He's one of the rare, like Seinfeld, one of the rare clean comics. He doesn't curse in his show. And he's, which to me is always much more impressive in, yeah. in a comedian. I mean, you think about everyone we grew up watching, everybody, all of the greats, like Chaplin and Marx Brothers and Steve Martin even, like get, what, getting into the 60s and 70s, none of them could curse. I mean, Lenny Bruce, that's why Lenny Bruce broke a lot of, barriers but like yeah there, there were generations of comedy before that i don't think there's anything wrong i think cursing can be done in stand-up comedy can be done so effectively and brilliantly like, oh, fudge, yeah. like, like bill bird chris rock i mean those guys use swears in such a <clears throat> i think smart way i just farted and i'm hoping i'm far enough away from oh you god oh, i'm definitely god. far enough away from will so it's safe there 
Well, I think it's time to get the show started. Yeah, speaking of <laughs> speaking of farts, what a perfect segue um, to our guest, uh, who I'm sure farts. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the he's known mostly as a farter, um, but he also is a comedian and an actor, and just a great guy, really funny. And I hope you enjoy my conversation with Jim Gaffigan. Life could be a dream, sweetheart. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hello, hello again, shaboom, and up we'll meet again. The last time I saw you, you were scruffy and scraggly, and you were uh, really dark. You're playing this dark character in Amer- I Saw American Dreamer. Oh, yeah. I've never seen you like that. Thank and you. It, you're incredible you so in it. Much. Thank uh, you. And you, you sent that to me. I thought you were sending your, your latest comedy special. So I, was, <laughs> so I was, like, so excited to see it. Um, I'm glad I did see it because oh, it thanks. is such a crazy departure. I'm excited about the role, but I'm also excited that— People are seeing it and that, you know, the the people that make the decisions, you yeah. know, we're in the perception business. So yeah. it's like, I love stand-up. I am a stand-up comedian. Yeah. But I love acting and I feel as though you really have to show people what you can do. When does it come out? Uh, September 20th. Okay. September 13th in New York and then September 20th nationally. Okay, it's weird. I, I want to talk about it, but I, I also want people to go in without with very little information oh, yeah. because no, I think I that think helps. that's the best way. Yeah. Um, so I'll just say to go see it and, and I'll yeah. say in a very like vague way just how different. It's just such a different thing than I've ever seen you do. It's uh, very strange. I actually play uh, someone named Drew Barrymore. Yes. <laughs> no. I know. <laughs> it's spelled slightly differently, I think. It's it's D R U. That's it. Yeah, and then a G H. But other than that, it's a full on imitation, pretty it's, much. No, it's, you got to do the lisp. It? It's she's not a like lisp. so sweet. Yeah, she's like the G- sweetest person in the world. Jim and I know each other well. For, I mean, we had met years earlier, but we also worked together with Drew on Going the Distance, which yes. everyone must know. It was a huge hit. It wasn't. Um, <laughs> Justin, what is going on? Uh, what is happening with life? What are you doing? What is I, most important to you? What do you want? I want to get to know you better. All right, let's get to know I've you. always loved your comedy. Can I but take my pants off? You can put them back on. Yeah, okay, I'll put them back on. Um, These suspenders are a pain. <laughs> but that's how you gesture. You've well, got your... it's just, it's also, you know, these... It's just I didn't I couldn't find a belt that fit. It's also your thing. My it's thing. part of your uh, my thing. It's like oh, there's suspenders. This, guy. Yeah, the suspenders and like twirly. And, and bow there's tie. a lot of suspense in my stand up and my acting. I approach a character. Yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry. Where did that voice come from? Because that what voice? The one, the one where you question your own that's, jokes. You know, uh, that's something. First of all, we all have inner critics. Yeah, but they don't, who knows what they sound like? You know, but some of it is, I... Um, Yours is soft and gentle. Mine is soft and gentle and a little judgmental. Yes, yeah, slightly. Yeah. Just a little bit tired of dealing with you. 
Um, but I've always had this inner critic. And like, even as a teenager, I used to speak for other people. Oh, really? And so, oh, really? and then there's a lot of voices in my head. And I'm a slow-talking Midwesterner. So in my stand-up, I thought initially I had to keep talking. Ah, hot. Fill in the, the space. Yeah, or people, and then I, if I heckled myself, then people wouldn't heckle me. That makes sense. You put it on yourself to, uh, let me beat you to the punch. I heard Gilda Radner say that in, um, not to me, in, in this, there's a great documentary about her. But she said, she's like, she started making fun. She started beating the kids to the punch when they would call her. I guess she grew up, she was overweight. Oh, she was really? A kid. And so instead of, before they could make fun of her, she would, you know, she would do the fat jokes first. And that oh, was, uh, wow. did, did, were you? Fat? Yeah. <laughs> were you like Gilda Radner? but I am. <laughs> Everyone listening should know that we're yeah. sitting on exercise balls right now. <laughs> yeah. And, and Jim has a headband mm-hmm. and is, uh, wor- yeah. What are these, one pound weights? They're five. Wow. Five. Good wow. for you. Good kilos. That uh, you're that strong, you thought yeah, they were just um, a single You know, pound. it's all about that. And this tank top's good. You know, I'd like this to be productive for you. Yeah. Because I know it wouldn't be if you were just talking about yourself because you no. don't like to talk about no. yourself. No. You know, I like to be ripped. Mm-hmm. I like to, I think I have low T. I don't know what T T? is. I think it's low testosterone. Uh Um, I think maybe fathering five children took all the T out of me. Uh It takes a lot of T to... to It takes a lot of T. Put that many uh, S's in one W. Yeah. And so it's like, but I have low energy. Like when I'm touring, I'm always touring because I just want my dad to like me. Uh I'm always touring (laughs) and I I need to drink a Red Bull before a show because I like to... Pick up my pace. Um, you like to keep the show more high energy than you I naturally like to, are. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm very. I'm much slower and lower energy. I like uh, to nap. I can see that. Yeah, you look like a napper. <laughs> you you're like a big like, cat. I am a big yeah, cat. Yeah. Am I a big cat? Yeah. You're Garfield. It's in. I guess I am Garfield. Yeah. I'm Odie. You're Odie. I don't know what that is. Odie's the dog who's like always like you know needing to, oh, to yeah. please and yeah can't okay. get Garfield's approval. I don't know. I was out playing with friends when you were doing <laughs> that, uh, but I uh, I don't think I was always this low energy. Well, you I were think th- I'm dying. We we all are. Yeah, you were the youngest of six. I was the youngest of six. And were they rambunctious? Was your family like a high energy household? The, you know, um, oh. I don't remember. I don't think I had a lot of energy ever. This is interesting. I did this indie film. Oh, I'm going to talk about it in my films. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I did this film called Light from Light, which is a great, super indie kind of like one scene was like 20 pages. Yeah. It's like yeah. one of those, yeah. like as an actor, you're like, great, I can like do a couple things. Yeah, they here. laughed at you when you requested a chair. <laughs> no, but when we were doing the scene... The director was like, you know what? I want you to go a little slower. And I was like, that's the first time I've ever heard oh, wow. that in my life because I'm slow talking. Well, but he is he's such a uh, grounded in moments and realism. It's Vincent Gallo. It was Vincent Gallo. Well, I remember was. Jonah Hill used to say he'd, he'd call himself he, when he, he did a few. In, he did this indie. I think it was his yeah. first one. And he was like, I said, well, what was it like? He was like, I was just doing indie Jonah. And I said, what do you mean? He's like. I was just talking slower and kind of like not giving as much. <laughs> <laughs> kind of indie show. <laughs> but you, uh, okay, youngest of six, yeah. don't yes. remember it. But you must have had, 
you had like athletic and I didn't realize you played football. I, I did play football, but I wasn't, I think I just tried really hard and I had an older brother that was good at sports. Oh. oh. And, uh, you know, but, you know, I'm, yeah, I guess I was an athlete. A brother that you looked up to wanted uh, to, Yes. Please. I wanted to be around him. Yeah. And stuff like and, that. And, we're, so, and I'm actually, I've taken over his identity. Mm. My brother's name was Jim Gaffigan. And oh. I'm actually Steve. Oh, it's like a talented Mr. Yeah. Ripley or talentless Talent, Mr. Talentless. Ripley. <laughs> Is that what Mr. Ripley? Oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. He took over Jude Law's persona, I guess. That's weird because Phil Hoffman doesn't look like You Jude were Law. in that. I was no, oh, Phil. I'm you're not right. Phil Hoffman. Oh, you're not. I'm not Phil Hoffman. I guess that ever, makes it even weirder. Who are weirder. you jealous of? I was always jealous of Phil Hoffman. God, you know, I used to really have that. I used to have yeah. that about a, a couple uh, girls. Um, girls? Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I used to have that about um, Nora Ephron. Nora, yeah, it was mostly yeah. Nora and th- her sister. Uh, I had it a lot about Carol, uh, Carol Channing. Carol Channing is really jealous. You guys of her. similar vocal quality. Well, well, you know, not anymore. I changed my voice. <laughs> uh, I don't know whose who, career do you want because the universe is listening. That's the thing, you know. I'm not just saying yeah. this. I've gotten to a place, a very like comfortable place that I'd never really been in my life, where I. As much as I would like certain aspects of yeah. other careers to win to win awards, to be in like you know superhero things, and it'd be fun to do those things. I don't. Um, Here comes the lie. I go. <laughs> yeah. How do I formulate this lie? Uh, but I don't. I, I mean, just want people to be nice. Well, no. I know that sounds like bullshit. I, I, as I'm saying it it, it, it. No, no, no. I think. By the way, I do think that. You know, at least for me in my career, once. I, like, I struggled so hard, uh, like, I wanted to get Letterman and Conan yeah. appearing on those shows, and I kept getting rejected, and then really? finally, I was like, I guess I'm not going to get these shows. Huh. I had to come to the conclusion, oh, you know what? I get to do what I enjoy. That's all that matters. Right. And then once I decided that, then they wanted me. <laughs> right. And so, mm. like, the whole—it mm. sounds corny, but I think it's the—like, the creative fulfillment is really the whole thing. Because also the whole charade of—even opening nights are so absurd. You're like, right. didn't we see a movie here, like, a week ago? <laughs> right. But now you're in a dress for some reason? Right. It's so <laughs> weird. Like, no, I know, I know. But some of it is, you know, I like the opportunities, and it is so— it's such a weird business. Like we are such control freaks who don't I think most performers are such control freaks who also don't like surprises. Uh, Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah. like this strange combination of yeah. like we don't want to be on a you know, we don't want to be on a show that goes for seven years. <laughs> right. We just wanna get the job. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yes. We want the like we want our parents to put, you know, our artwork up on the fridge and yeah. you know, then the next we draw something else, and like yeah. that goes up there. I, but you know, I think as 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 I'm thinking about it now, I, I I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I did covet certain things, yeah, and then occasionally would even get them, yeah. and and never really found a sense Them of fulfillment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, um, the movie I think a lot about the movie we did, yeah, which at the time was like a that was like a big chance for me. There was a it was a very loaded movie because it was the first time I was. At, at whatever the studio movie, and I was with, yeah. and, and Drew was a big star. So I was, it was a, and I and I remember getting the sense from my agent certainly, like if that movie had done well, uh, what it could have changed things, you know, could have. 
And there were a couple parts like that that I uh, didn't get or I kept, whatever. But I remember after that movie, uh, I, I didn't hear from, from the agents. It was that kind of oh, yeah. thing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. For, it's couldn't get him on the so phone. weird. I have a friend, Greg Geraldo, who had an agent who he had this meteoric rise initially. Mm-hmm. And his agent, uh, she brought him. He got a development deal. He got a show. It got on air. The show got canceled. Uh, he ran into the agent like six months after the show was canceled, mm-hmm. and she didn't even look at him. Oh my god! And oh he was god. like, he was like, I, yeah, like, doesn't this surprise was, me. This was, and I think she's out of the business. Yeah, but and I was like, wow. Yeah, it can be that. Wow. Yeah, that your value rests so completely in that thing that yeah. when whether and if it doesn't work it's like well we don't even see yeah it doesn't surprise me but but if you have enough experiences like that or even like versions of that i think the lesson i learned i mean it took me a while was that to, to you know to not put your own you know self value yeah. self-worth and stuff like that so and it is such a marathon anyway yeah oh my god how many people that we both kind of came up with or yeah um so the fact that you were coveting these things like Letterman, and once yeah. they happened, which they did um, in the what early two thousand, late nineties, late nineties, yeah. So did did that feel? What was that fulfillment? That feeling? It of fulfillment was very um, the version of you know. It's weird because doing Letterman was the only goal. Like as a comedian, performing Letterman on Letterman was yeah. the only goal that I kind of had. Not pilots, not doing a sick I, You know, I wanted to, I always wanted to act. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had gotten, by the way, there was, there's times when, uh, you know, uh, like when my first comedy special aired, the USA Today did a little blurb and it said sitcom actor Jim Gaffigan tries stand-up. Weird. So like the perception was that huh. I was a sitcom guy. And they didn't know about my stand-up. So it's all... Oh, that's weird. It, it's such a perception business, right? Right. And was that because you had done so many... You had done tons of commercials. I, well, I had done... I had a, a run of, like, being on sitcoms. Oh, you know, like, uh-oh. that 70s show. And yeah. I think Ed, I reoccurred on mm-hmm. Ed, but I had been on... That's um, where we met. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the Ellen, her sitcom, and then I had my own sitcom. So there was a bunch of stuff. Right. And... That's what I mean. That's the thing. I mean, this is a bit of a tangent, but I hate the way that, um, like, I never feel like I appreciate how I'm described in an article. Huh. I'm always kind <laughs> of like the clean comic. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. the comedian for everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what about funny? I just right. want funny. Right. That's fine. Do you know what I mean? That's all <laughs> yes. I want. Funny. You know, the comedian you can watch with your 12-year-old. You know, it's like, what about funny? You know, you're not just sitting there listening just because there's not curse words. Yeah. It's because it's funny. And so... Um, I know plenty of unfunny, like, clean comedians. Yeah. Yeah. And so, anyway, yeah, I'm well, just blabbing. Well, how did... So, you didn't always work strictly clean. I mean, I, I, I was very dirty. You were, yeah, you're filthy. No, I was filthy. It was, you were like Andrew Dice Clay. I was, hey, hickory dickory dock, hey. No, I My was, mother's vagina's so big. You know, let me tell you something. 
Let me ask you something. Yeah, you no, had that weird I, voice. You smoked. I, I smoked. I did smoke on stage. Oh, you did? You That's did? how long I've been doing stand-up. Wow. There was a time when I used to smoke on stage. Oh, really? I swear to God. <laughs> did, was that part There's of... footage. Dude, just because you enjoyed smoking, it made you feel more relaxed? I have a wildly addictive personality. Oh. I'm chewing nicotine you, gum. Oh, you... <laughs> when I was a teenager, I used to dip. Oh, I am white trash. Uh, and um, this is in Indiana. You you were born in Illinois, but but yes. raised in Indiana. Yes. And, okay. and I love your research. You're yeah. like, and you you. It's all are, geographical. You're a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> you, you once have. you once traveled to Thailand on a vacation. And um, but you, you have was, a beard. I have a beard. <laughs> And I also no, have your wife. I was talking about hair. your wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we both did it. We we, yeah. uh, we approached from different uh, runways. So, uh, <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? This you're you're a closeted homosexuality. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, working on the streets. Um, <laughs> no, you making were money. smoking. I was, you I was smoking. I when I started stand up, the first time I did stand up, I was essentially the character that I am. Right now. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> I did a couple more spots and bombed. And I was like, all right, I got to change my character. Oh. So I have to, I tried being more energetic. I tried <laughs> What did that look like? angry. Oh, I would have loved to I that. tried, uh, you know. Look at this guy over here. Looks political. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, stand-up's very much about authenticity. So eventually I went right. back to. But I would curse occasionally, not that much. Did you? Did you? You grew up. Look, you don't curse that much. No, do you? no. In fact, my brother and I talk about this often. When I do curse, because I spent so many years of my life, my formative yeah. years, not cursing, it was so taboo. We yeah. we were very Catholic growing up, uh, and when I would do it, it was you know there was always shame attached and guilt. Oh, and stuff. Yeah. So even when I say fuck, even the fuck, I, yeah. I, there's a great Neil Simon play where he, he, he talks about characters saying uh different diseases and they always whisper them you know oh like, yeah cancer, cancer. Hey. Yeah. yeah and i f- feel that way a little bit about cursing some of you know here's my thing about the cursing uh some of my favorite comedians are filthy or they curse or yeah. whatever i'm from a small town where uh that was the big shock for me when i moved to new york city was everyone mm. was like well, this is fucking hot it's fucking <laughs> yeah. freezing i'm fucking <laughs> yes. tired yeah. and i'm like and I worked in an advertising agency. I'm yeah. like, you, can you think of an adjective besides fucking? We're selling like and, baby shampoo. Yeah. And they're like, ah, fucking motherfucker. And, <laughs> they won't and get any fucking tears when they're little infant fucking. But eyes. it was it was authentic. For yeah. Them. But and so like, look, if I stub my toe, I'll curse. Yeah. But you know, yes. it's. I mean, I've done some of these jokes fifteen times. Yeah. Yeah. You get laughs. I mean, it does yeah. occasionally get laughs, but it's cheap and it doesn't really have much to do with. You know, the joke when you unpeel the whole thing. Well, it's and I also got rid of not that I had that many curse words, but I was appearing on Conan like Mm. once a month with this thing, Pale Force. And so I realized when I was getting ready for these sets that I would have to remove curse words or remove Mm. like something filthy. Yeah. And it didn't happen that often, but it just made me realize, oh, they're not done yet. And Jesus told me not to. Well, you know. Where did you grow up? My mother hates when I say Jesus still on the show. Really? She'll listen. And I think, yeah. Jesus, I say it as an exclamation sometimes. It's a oh, really. Oh, really? Wow. You. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I, you, it's a lot of it is Woody Allen. I think Jesus. You know, you can say Jesus a lot. So where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in, in Connecticut, a small town in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. wow. And so your mom's still very Catholic. Well, my dad was in the seminary for seven years. 
years, 18 to 25. He spent a long time. And so wow. they're, the older they've gotten, I think the more devout they've gotten. Oh, that's more pious. And yeah. So, and we've kind of gone the other way, much to their. You know, and that's chicken. you and your brother. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's so interesting because I'm Catholic. Yeah. And oh, I know. Like, there's being a Browns fan. Where people are like, really, you're Browns Right, right. Since when? Which, by the way, they're going to be great. This <laughs> great, year. yeah. Um, but the Catholic thing, like, it's it's not just the recent scandals. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. like That's hundreds the of Inquisition. years. Inquisition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hundreds <laughs> of years yeah. of horrible mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know what? I always say, you know, look, America's done a lot of bad things. And I'm proud to be an yeah, American. Hell yeah. Fudge yeah. It's not, it's not the <laughs> teachings that's wrong. It's the humans. Yeah. And that's what your mom would say. Yeah. And your like dad. That. Is your dad's good... name Carl? No, no. Is it G- Peter? G- Jim. Is it Jim? <laughs> yeah. Carl. No, it's not. Yes, really? Yes. Well, I'm you know. Your, I'm your father. Yeah. <laughs> you could be. You're... Jim Long here. That's pretty good. I've heard you do that voice. <clears throat> This is my father's voice. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. Jussie. Justin. Yeah. Um, yes, Mr. Gaffigan. How's it going? Uh, good, sir. I, I want to tell you I'm a huge <sighs> fan of your son. I've seen some of your girlfriends. Oh, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Mr. Gaffigan. I can't yes. take credit. I'm no longer with them, so. So, um... <laughs> How long have you lived out here in La La Land? Oh, where and you're, you still live in... I live in New York. In Illinois, in Indiana? I live Mr. in Gaffey. Illinois. Oh, I thought I was still talking oh. about Mr. Gaffey. Uh, no, I... Uh, so wait a minute, so your dad was in <laughs> the was seminary. He? Yeah. It's funny, we're My both dad was to... in the seminary, too. Really? Wait a minute. We have the same, the same dad. dad. <laughs> we do have the same dad. Is your dad funny? Now he's not because he's dead, but thanks right. for bringing it Sorry. up. Um, he Sorry. died yesterday. Oh, no, wow. He, no, he... Um, can't believe you were able to do this. Today. He was uh, <laughs> unintentionally funny. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What would he say about your... When you told him you wanted to be a comedian? Well, he thought I was crazy. Oh, right. uh, you know, like I... <laughs> many generations, uh, you know, just totally yeah. uh, getting by. Uh-huh. And then my dad was the first one to go to college. Oh. He wore a tie to work. And so then I was like, I want to go into theater. <laughs> and they were like, all right, he's gay. But, um, but um, I so, knew it. <laughs> I knew it. No, but like, uh, so. But you were the youngest, too, of six. I was the youngest of six. I think they thought we know, my have mom had already ones. passed away. And oh. so they were, my dad was kind of like, it's just an eccentric thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll, uh, he'll outgrow it's it. Just, uh, but then when I started having some success, they're right. like, "We always know you can do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> we always know it." Yeah, yeah. I wanted you to struggle because that's important. So, but like, I, my dad was in the, the town newspaper and stuff like that. So he loved it. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, of so, course. Uh, did he remarry after your mom? He did. Well, and did you get along with her? Yeah, she. That's just weird, though. It must be. It's very weird. So I your bet. parents are still alive. Yeah, yeah. As far um, as I know. That you know. Um, Depends when someone's listening to this. Th- oh, God, that's these true. Are, these are going to be so popular. Yeah. That in 100 years. They'll continue gonna, to listen. So, like, when people major in podcast, like, it, people in 20 years, they're like, what's your major? I'm majoring in podcast. Yeah, at USC. What class are you taking? I'm taking the Justin Long. Uh, what's the name of your podcast? I like, <laughs> I don't want to say it now because you're going to make fun of it. What is it? Life is short. Life is short. Life is short. See, I said it in a self-deprecating way in but your voice. Is, 
what's the premise? Like, welcome well, to Life is Short with Justin Long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just want to get to know people. We're going to use this, by the way. Yeah. Do, 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 Hey, everyone. I just wanted to pop in and uh, say hello from this beautiful resort right on the beach. <laughs> I'm actually here in the recording studio. Christian's it's Christian studio. Busted. I feel like I kind of am. I'm getting a little taste of the tropics because I've been enjoying Tropical Smoothie Cafe's new chia oatmeal pudding bowl. Ooh, what's that one like? Well, I love chia seeds. I know they're really good for digestion. I think there's protein in there. So I, I want to find ways to, to eat more of them. Um, and, but this one also combines coconut milk, which I love, nice, creamy, healthy, without the uh, the dairy, and steel-cut oats, which um, also healthy, topped with um, chobani. You get some more protein with the Greek yogurt, some fresh blueberries, sliced banana, granola, more chia seeds, and, and honey. Ooh, so I'm a little try. bit of sweet. It's good. I'd like to try that one. I, I've had the acai bowl, which is very delicious. It's Ooh. it's acai base. I see. Um, fresh strawberries, blueberries, sliced banana, some coconut, granola, Ooh. chia seeds. So get on Tropic Time now as you savor a new Tropic Bowl from your local tropical smoothie cafe. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technology is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com deals. Hello, hello again, shaboom, and up we'll meet again. You were talking about Catholicism, and I'm curious if you still yeah. are. You you were equating it to, you were saying how awful it's been throughout the yes. age. But right now, to be a Catholic, is yeah. that is that difficult? Is it difficult to even talk about? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's also something, you know, I think comedians like to do things that you know, bucking the system or yeah. saying, you know what, I don't yeah. care what you think, I'm doing this. Yeah. In some ways is that. Uh yeah. So it's true. But it is very it's complex true. because there's not, you know, a week of the news where I don't right. go, what the hell? Yeah. So but it is also very individual. You know what I mean? My dad reads- And I'm also too lazy to find another <laughs> <laughs> you spent so long, you know, cultivating like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and Catholic, you don't have to know that much. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, I, even, even growing up in it, it was uh, certain sects were d- different than other, oh. you know. Yeah. Or like Protestantism was like, oh, well, yeah. they do it kind of wrong and we do yeah. it right. And and my dad reads a publication called Commonweal now, which he says is a, like a more progressive oh, right. Catholic publication. Oh, you know what's so interesting is, there. by the way, I have been protested by Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, wow. What was that like? Well, it was just online, but yeah. supposedly they uh, were going to protest my show. I think they're in Kansas. Yeah. And because my kids. That's why I can never make the meetings. Had um, gone to, uh, they were at a park mm-hmm. and the pride parade was happening. This was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And they got flags and they got a picture of all my kids. You know, two <laughs> of them were in a stroller <laughs> holding these pride flags. 
And I posted this Instagram thing. I'm uh, saying, I'm so proud of my gay kids. <laughs> yeah. Most of them were like two and four. Yeah. Obviously a joke. People yeah. were so angry. Wow, isn't that amazing? And so that's the thing where I'm like. crazy? It's just, you know, it's like, but I also Was it just it, the, Sergeant, was it the yeah. fringe? Was it like, like Westboro? It's like, yeah, it's kind of it's a badge fringe. of honor to be offended. It's fringe, but like there are people that really, I mean, there's the people that are obviously me thinks the lady protests yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah. And then there's the people that they're like, no, that's against the teaching uh, of the Catholic Church. And you're like, you know, I mean, so is, yeah. there's a lot of things. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, are these, are these people horrible or are they just, you know, they're doing something different than you yeah. are? Yeah, but, but so. so so how do you reconcile? Because I have a hard time reconciling yeah. that with like what my and my parents they don't think gay people shouldn't be allowed of to be married. Not. All those things, but and yet they're still they're Catholic. They've, well, I think that it's like you know America has a very complex history. Yeah, and I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, you know what I mean. So it's human beings yeah. are so flawed, right? So right. it's like everyone's flawed. By the way, it's. Except for me, of course. But I think that, and and by the way, people can, I mean, in the entertainment industry, there are people that you meet that are decent people, and then you can meet them again in five years, and they might not be that decent. And then you can Why meet are you them looking at me? 10 years it? later. Yeah. No, and then you can meet them 10 years later. And they're back to normal. Yeah. Uh, yes. Do you know what I mean? So yes, like, yes. Power corrupts. Totally. And people change. You. We've. Of course. I've seen. But I that. always feel like everyone likes you. Like you've never been bad. I. I, I hope not. But I think there was a. T- you're talking about going the distance yeah. during that time, and like, do I covet other careers and whatnot? I think during that time, if ever I was to go kind of off the rails or, or yeah. get get away from who I am or how my parents raised me, it was it would have been during that time. Oh, really? Yeah. Of course. I mean. I think, you know, you, you find yourself getting used to being treated a certain way yeah. and getting, you know, there's certain, there's a, and I'd have to check myself. Unfortunately, I have really good friends who would make fun of me if I started a veer in that yeah, direction. Yeah, no, well, yeah. I mean, that's where all, that's also in some way, there's many reasons why I don't live in LA besides that I'm, I would just be harassed yeah. by women. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You wouldn't be able to leave the house. And, um, but some of it is, <laughs> I think that. And this is going back, but like uh, back 15 years ago, I'm like, I can't be in this powder keg of comparison. Yeah. My God. Where like, and that's more of a commentary on me than Los Angeles. Yeah. Your own like, insecurities. Am I, am I doing well enough? Like I remember when I was yeah. on some shows out here, friends that, you know, are great people. They'd be like, dude, you have to get a better car. You can afford a better car. And I'm yeah. like, do I need another car? Yeah. And I and I would be like, I'm not getting another car. And they're like, get another car. Your car is embarrassing. Yeah, and people would like, you're right, like good values. Like, <laughs> yeah, what are you and talking you're like, me? And some of it, they were joking, but yeah. like, it's also, it's just like, I don't know. I think that, you know, like you talk about being around friends that can ground you. It's yeah. like. I meant the people on friends. Yeah, friends. Yeah. You know, like, mostly Matt LeBlanc. Courtney Cock. Yes. Right. Yeah, Matt really like, Keep the cock language out of it. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, but she, like, Cox Theaters, <laughs> like, when you do promos for movies and they're like, hey, come see this movie at Cox Theaters. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Is there a Cox Theaters? Yes, oh. or Cox Cable. 
Oh, you know, uh, now, you know, uh, now appearing on Cox Cable and you're like, what? I can't believe I'm saying that. Of course, everyone else is like, is he a child? And I'm like, I am a child. Cox. It's a great word, especially when uh, it doesn't mean what it could mean when it's just somebody's name. Would you say I'm the best guest? Uh, so far. How many guests have you had? Two. You had Walton Goggins. Uh-huh. I worked with him. <laughs> Wait, why'd you say Walton Goggins? We haven't, but I oh, know Walton. Really Wait a minute. Weird. Didn't you have Walton Goggins? <laughs> no. <then? laughs> no, that's really funny. No, no, you had Sam. Oh, maybe you had uh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, yeah. Oh. How do you know? So East Coast Goggins. Theater. Um, <laughs> yeah, <there's, laughs> yeah. No, but like same intense kind of Southern yes. insane person. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Same hey, level man. Of, did yeah, Walt show you his house? Did you take a house tour? No, but he is like the sweetest, intense lunatic ever. Yes. Yeah. You know what I feel is so interesting? <laughs> there, I mean, I have low T. I don't know what that means. Low testosterone. I think so. You look a lot like a far side character. I, I, I thought I, that, uh, that's an insult. Is it? <laughs> a far side well, character? Well, if I didn't say it, I was going to forget that it. Be, how would that be a compliment? <laughs> you look like... You know how, like, Gary Larson draws exaggerated, ugly versions of humans? You look like that. That's, That's not, not true. Insulting. That's not true. No, it's completely true. Is... But here's the thing. I have this theory uh-huh. that, um, and by the way, I get along with all these guys. I would just like to paint a picture right now for the audience that yeah. you have kicked your feet up onto this other chair that is between us. Yes. And you're you're Because kinda... I have low T. Yeah. Oh, you're trying to increase your... I just, yeah, I got to get my balls Good. up. Your balls? Why? Um, <laughs> Because they were dragging on the ground. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, but like, here's the thing. I have a theory that a lot of, like, I don't know if this is true about Brad Pitt, but a lot of the big time actors uh-huh. that I've worked with are type A's. Oh. Like, you're not a type A. No, God, no. But like, God, no. Liev's a type A. Yes. Walton's a type A. Yep. Jason Clark's a type A. I don't know. Um, uh, that's why I can only name three. Um, no, Jason Point Patrick proven. is type A. Kiefer yeah. Sutherland is oh, type yeah. A. Uh, who else is a type God, A? God, as you're saying right? this. They're all yeah. type A's. And by the way, I get along with guys like that. I get it. You've worked but, with a lot of big actors. You know, what I'm trying to say is if you guys check out my IMDb Wait, page. Wait, what you do? Like, uh, why is my IMDb? Like, do you ever look at your IMDb page and you're like, why the hell is that? Beautiful woman. Who's beautiful? Uh-huh. She's like got an IMDb score of like 51. <laughs> and she's been in like one movie that no one saw. And I'm still at like 6,000. Why is that? I don't know. How do they do those rankings? I don't know. Let me go back to acting like I don't care. Uh- <laughs> Everyone go but, to my IMDb wait, page. And boost it up. Maybe that's what boost it is. It it's just the number of... Even my IMDb page has low T. <laughs> low that? T. Well, see, now That'll I... be my new nickname, Lodi. <laughs> yeah, the old Lodi. This is another example of why you prefer living in New York. I mean, I, you're low T. Low T and the IMDb problem. Well, it's just, it's. You don't have any control out here. Did you ever meet Phil Hoffman? I did. What was that like? Was it? Did you do the whole mirror thing for the Marx Brothers? We did. It was kind of yeah. like, have you ever seen the image of the two Spider-Mans? Yeah. Um, Bob <laughs> Balaban, name drop, name yeah. drop. Yeah, let me get that. He he did this a couple of times, but he was like, I'm going to improvise a movie. You know, obviously waiting for Guffman. Yeah. Had those types. Christopher Guest had already done it. So he got together all these people. 
And this was before Phil was gigantic. I was like, so Phil and I should play brothers. And and he's like, how about friends? And I'm like, what? All right. Oh, my God. Right? What a mi- I, I Yeah, it's right it's there. It's crazy. And I remember we would improvise, and he <sighs> pulled together a script. But And I saw Bob Balaban later on, and he was like, you know, Phil exploded, so he, he's not available. Oh, my God. Isn't oh, that amazing? So he would record what you guys were improvising? There was all, there was, so, like, he would, <sighs> he would direct scenarios, and he did it with, he did something. He went to the Academy Awards and everything. Yeah. And, you know, like a British yes, one or a period yes, thing. Yes, um, and And uh, Gosford Park or something. Yeah, like I think it was that. Was it? Yeah. And it was really uh, interesting because I remember even yeah. seeing Philip Seymour Hoffman and things and going, hey, that guy looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish he's all, he was also such a yeah. great guy. He was a great guy. Uh, and so how did you know him? Uh, I met him, I met him out here when Sam and I were doing Galaxy Quest, my first oh, yeah. job. My first kind of per- that was your first big guy. Yeah. Because he was friends with Sam, Sam yeah. Rockwell, and, oh my and God. I was obsessed with Phil at the time. I yeah. mean, Boogie Nights had come out and happened. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. It was like he was, I just dropped out of school because yeah. I wanted to be like him. I mean, I wanted, yeah. um, and, and Sam casually mentioned, hey, you know, hey, my friend Phil's coming coming by, uh, and I, I, I rarely get that starstruck, you know, like yeah. where, I, where I'm behaving in a weird way and I got, it was tough to be around him. And then we got to kind of know each other over the years. Uh, you know, it's so, I mean, I, I know nothing about him, but it's so interesting um, how, I mean, some of it, he was a great actor, but it's almost kind of like looking like him. Yeah. And <laughs> like, <laughs> like he was so adored. And uh-huh. then like my articles are like, yeah, he's a comedian. <laughs> it's like, it's just like I look like him, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, it's so fascinating, <laughs> this white bread guy." And then I'm like, "Hey, I'm white bread too." And they're like, "Yeah, there's a lot of you." <laughs> it's like I can't imagine what it'd be like to look. It's like me looking like Daniel Day Lewis, and like you don't. Are you good? But <laughs> thank God, <laughs> I was fishing for. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. It's and you, interesting. But that's why seeing American Dreamer was. Oh, did it remind like, you of? Him? Yeah, because like, oh, that's a part Phil would have played, and and you guys were playing it in a similarly like. Great oh, that's way. true. It's a huge. That's I mean, true. I mean that as a compliment. And like, and, I watch Phil's acting, and I'm like, well, he's not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not criticizing it. No, in a great way. I'm just saying that it's just fascinating. Yeah. To go from Boogie Nights to, to like um, Big Lebowski character, they're, they're, they're both submissive characters, but they're, and the voices are similar, but they're wildly different people. It's really interesting how, uh, I don't know, it's all fascinating. But did, but we'll back be then, right back. But, <laughs> but, uh, but back then when you were, you were trying on these different personas as a stand-up, did you harbor ambitions to also I, totally, act. I always wanted to act. Uh-uh. I read out of college. I always wanted to act in college, yeah. even in college. Yeah, yeah. No, the night before I graduated from college, you went to Purdue. I went to Purdue and then Georgetown. Right. And the night before graduation, I was at a bar and I was talking to a friend, and I told her I was like, God, you know, I just want to be an actor and a comedian, but everyone wants to do that. Mm. And she was like, Not everyone wants to do that. Mm. I didn't believe her. Mm. I assumed everyone wanted to do yeah. that. And I still think. 
Well, everyone I wants to do think it. a lot of people fantasize about it, but but wouldn't have the wouldn't trust whatever. Yeah, because it's have. an insane pursuit, which yeah. is my uh, another one of my theories that the dad in um, uh, the Dead Poet Society. Oh yeah, was right. Oh, what, now what does he say to, to... He says, don't be an actor, and uh-huh. then the kid kills himself. That's right. <laughs> so you think the kid was... The dad was right. The dad was <laughs> Did you... Uh... Does this make me more likable? No. Uh, it's, a different, it's a different you. Do you record things? Do you record funny ideas? I, and... Yes, I do. I'll yeah. write down ideas, things that I think... Excuse me, I have to just... just It's so weird that I'm sitting on a toilet while we're doing this. I know, and you've been going the whole time, moving your bowels. But you know what? It's like, you know what? I just gotta... You can can get rid of some of the noises, right? Okay, good. But um, we're gonna do a room I'll write down ideas. I can't believe you're not done defecating, by the way. Well, you know, the thing is, I had had, uh, Taco Bell. (laughs) So um, I'll write down things. So what is this? No, it doesn't make sense. People telling you... Who they are, that nothing there. <laughs> what if oh, they, I'm so curious. Just no excuse. No, but I'm trying to think of like, um, like, is this, uh, oh, like I was in Ireland and I did some shows. I'm like, uh-huh. how, like, here's notes. How do you tell the difference between any of those 10 whistle songs? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, How did they respond to that? Because I don't think I even did uh, that one. But like, that's more know, of an American Irish joke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they wouldn't appreciate it. No, but the what uh, are you talking about? And just uh, you know, like, but different things that kind of bump you, annoy mm-hmm. you. Then you'll write them down. And and it's not for me. It's not funny when it's anger. It's mm. it's funnier when it's an observation. When it's mm-hmm. turned into an observation. Um. I I hate to ask about this because you are yeah. probably sick of talking about hot pockets. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, good. Um, what is that? Is that a reference people make when they see you? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when you well, do podcasts, you know, it's interesting because like on Instagram, like if if anyone uh, on my stories, if they post a video like, "Hey, I'm watching Jim Gaffigan," uh-huh. I'll restory it. Uh-huh. But anything that has to do with hot pockets, <laughs> oh, right. I don't restory. Oh, so you won't you won't post about this if I don't if wanna... hot pockets makes the final cut. Well, no, yeah. I mean, this is <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to this. <laughs> so like, I could do say... you listen to all of them? I do to, to do editing notes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah. I yeah. like because it's you know it's funny it's a thing I started doing purely for fun I thought it'd be a lark um, and it has remained fun but I found myself getting very in, I've been very invested in it in a way that I oh, surprised me yeah and is it one of those things where you have an idea of what you're going to talk about and then you get in and you're like oh my gosh I didn't end up talking so, about any of this sometimes things. yeah yeah Man. so to yeah. Do you always do your interviews in a bustier? I think it's weird. <laughs> no, I thought I'd keep you on your You guys, I'm just joking. He's not wearing a bustier anymore. Hello! <laughs> Life could be a dream, sweetheart. If you're a fan of breathtaking, shocking, and sometimes sinister tales, then check out Audible's new collection of exclusive thrillers. 
It features captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. So you feel like you're in the story. One title that's next on my list is called Trapdoor by J.P. Pomer. Uh, it's about five strangers. You know I love stories about strangers who get held hostage in a cellar that's filling with water. water. And the whole thing's being live streamed by a camera high above reach. Shorties, listen along with me. As an Audible member, you can get one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash long or text long to 500-500. That's audible.com slash long or text long to 500-500. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. Their matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. That's probably why 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com long. Just go to Indeed.com long right now and support the show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com long. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, hello again. Shaboom and up we'll meet again. How did you meet your wife? I met her in a Korean deli in my neighborhood. Oh, really? And we realized we had a lot in common. And then we had a bunch of kids and I got really fat. You, <laughs> you, were, <laughs> oh, you were thin at the time. I was thin. Oh, really? What did you play in football? What position did you play? Uh, stud. Yeah. No, I played uh, defensive end and offensive oh. uh, center. I can't oh, find this. Oh, wow. I can see. Yeah. So you must have been, you must have been big, but you sturdy. I was sturdy. Mm -hmm. I had, uh, you so, know, I could walk. So why is it that you gained the weight after you had the kids? <laughs> I know. What's that all about? <laughs> it's called sympathy weight. Oh, that's very uh -huh. nice of you. <laughs> You're very empathetic. Because I breastfed. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you, you're five. You, you know, are there are there things that stay with you, and you're like, like the breast friend. Like there's uh -huh. certain things that are so bad. I love them. Like I'm on turtle time. No, no. <laughs> I love that. I love. What it. is that from? It's just we were in North Carolina, and there's turtles there. So uh -huh. there's all these shirts that oh. say I'm on turtle time. Oh really? I, I just love horrible <laughs> jokes. Uh, you know what I mean? I miss kind of like got milk. Uh, Got something else. Oh, I love, I love those. those shirts. Well, those shirts, in, and my brother, we call them ruddy face pleasure hounds. Yeah. They're those guys like Jimmy Buffett fans who like, just like drink. You know, it's five <laughs> o'clock somewhere kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Like, t like Key West or Savannah, yeah. any southern fun time city, which yeah. I love, they have those t-shirt shops that are like, uh, you know, designated uh, boob checker up here. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Those, boob inspector. Yeah, boob inspector. Muff diver. <laughs> yes, yes. I'd rather. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm with stupid and pointing to its penis, you know. Yeah. Uh, I love Don't the... blame me. He wanted to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and it all has to do with being drunk or, like, being horny. Yeah. All of those shirts, I like them because my friend, we try to pick out the, yeah. the worst one. And the and the, the bet is to see who can wear it. Um, you know, who, oh, and you really? have to get, yeah, it's a fun game to play if you're in a place like oh, that. that's fun. So you pick one out for your wife. She picks one out for you. Oh, and you have God. to commit to wearing, <laughs> to wearing it. And some are like, 
really horrible, you know. Right, right. Some are like, you know, uh, uh, what's the one about like hand lotion dispenser down there? And it's like, oh, <laughs> there are kids in this store. It's yeah. like, um, it's the opposite of your humor. What inspired you to write clean? Uh, so that character, that character, that like kind of uh, self-deprecating, like questioning character. Do you remember when you started doing it and realized that it worked and continued? Oh, in stand-up? Yeah. yeah. I, well, it worked a, off and on. Yeah. Because when it didn't work, <laughs> people it like, was really <laughs> awkward. It would be really kind of like, wow, this doing? guy's the worst comedian ever. But, yeah, it's bold. It's, it's yeah. yeah. It's like some people wouldn't figure it out. They're like, "What's he doing?" Well, for the for, well, for those listening and not familiar, which I don't imagine yeah. there are many, it, you'll say something funny, you know, and, and then afterwards you'll kind of do this voice. Yeah, I go, "That's really weird." Yeah. Why are I, you laughing at me? I don't know why. I oh, I heard him on the podcast. Yeah. He was different than I thought. <laughs> I was listening with a child, and I didn't appreciate the language. Yeah. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. I just I I'm friends with Justin's mother and I like Jim Gavigan. I thought I did. So it's so a much lot of for that. the whole Catholic thing. Yeah. Right? What happened to that? Uh yeah. But it's something that um when it it's it's also very unique. It must be hard to stand out. Well, it's also you can't do it too much. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's then it's it's yeah. better in small doses, yeah. I think. Do you ever plan out when you're doing it? You so just I'll, get a do it I'll do it without anything, without any of that, and then I'll sprinkle it in. Because uh, uh, it, uh, it adds kind of an improv element. I'm, I'm, and sometimes if, it's different depending on the show or the right. situation. If it's like cold outside, oh, I can't. Well, yeah. I guess it's better to be here than outside. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes. But it's also like it, what's great about it too is you get to if if something doesn't get the the, the response you want you can always yeah. y- use it and it kind of, communicates an awareness yeah yeah so, of like I'm doing a thing uh, you are, I'm aware that I'm doing <laughs> yes, too many yes. jokes on horses yeah <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. you uh, do you what are your kids now that you have five the last time I saw you in fact you were wrangling them and i yes. felt bad for even stopping you and saying hi because there were so where many. was that it was on the uh, in the west in village i think or oh, east wow. is that difficult to walk around the city with those kids being with kids is horrible yeah <laughs> yeah you have five i know there's just way why'd too you many. do that <laughs> i don't know no it's great it's just a lot of work but uh you know it's but it was fodder. It's become fodder for your, uh, certainly for your stand-up, but also yeah. you developed a show. Yes. And some of it is, but it's a balance because I, when I started stand-up, I would see comedians talk about their wife or their husband mm-hmm. or their kids. And I didn't have, I couldn't get a date. I was like, who is this person? Yeah. You know, I don't, <laughs> yeah. don't want to hear this. So I'll do some of it, but... In small quantities. It's not always the most relatable, especially with no. five. And you write with your wife as well, yes. which is. Yes. So, so to, does that make it easier in some way? No, no. Sorry. Why are you the, crying? <laughs> no, it's, it's, we write together, but it's, it, it, it varies. Like there's no consistency to how we go about that writing together. Mm. So like when we had no children. We could sit and drink wine and talk. Uh-huh. You're and beaming when, right now. I'd like the audience we to know. One or two. <laughs> yeah. Manageable. We'd, we'd wait till they'd fall asleep. Uh-huh. And then she, you know, and now it's like, <laughs> did you see that joke? And she's like, I think so. 
know what I mean? So yeah. it varies. Yeah, yeah. How, how much of it, when you're writing down these funny things, do you, so you do it at home with the kids, if the kids say something funny or do something funny. So Yeah, some of that. And yeah. sometimes, and then I'll be like, I'm going to do a set. I'm going to try these jokes and, you know, I'll just say them. And, yeah. You know, but like my kids are like, you're not funny. Oh, you know what do I mean? they? Are they must be hilarious? What do they find funny? They're funny. What, mean, what about what you do? Do they find the mo- the funniest? What do they respond? Oh, to? well, you know, it's weird. It's a little bit of a a teasing thing, but uh-huh. it is very strange because when I'm with them, people will say, "I like your your dad's funny." Uh, must be so fun. And they're like, huh? So it's weird. Yeah. Well, it's all they know. Yeah. They probably, uh, you know, they're, when they grow up, they'll probably have a, an appreciation for, for being funny. Maybe. If they talk to me. Well, you've set low standards. For... Jesse, I have to go. Okay. <laughs> I have to go. I have diarrhea. Well, we just ended this on. This toilet is full. <laughs> uh, you... I don't want to. I don't know how to go from diarrhea to to tumors. Oh yes, you, a couple of years ago you had a really serious yes. scare. Your wife did. She had a benign. She had a brain tumor. Yes. Uh, what was that? Does that just throw everything into? Oh my gosh! Different yeah. perspective on it's, everything. You know, it's insane because uh, you know I'm. You know I love being a, a father, but I mean I wasn't doing all the work right. <laughs> right. and so when my wife uh you know when we discovered this brain tumor and there was very kind of touch and go situations God. i was like all right well i guess i'm retiring if yeah. i'm going to be a single dad because i can't really outsource it so it, it got um, it went there i mean that's oh, where yeah, you went. it got really yeah. serious yeah and and so Jeez. and you know and then my wife kind of came back like she had a tracheotomy and she had you know, uh, she had a nine hour surgery. Yeah. And then she had pneumonia where she was, you know, it was very touch and go. And so I was, uh, so it was really serious, Mm -hmm. but it's, and then of course she's, you know, her 80, she's probably at 80%, but her 80% is like a normal humans hundred percent. Oh, she's at 80% now. Yeah. Health wise. Health wise, you know, yes. I mean, she's like, you know, she wrote a book. The book's coming out in October. So she's, she's, uh, she's on the men, but it is a full, you know, journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? This was how long ago that it all? Yesterday. Oh, wow. It was. uh, Again, you had a big day yesterday. It was, (laughs) it was, I guess, was it last year? No, maybe it was the year before. It's all a blur. God, I remember. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but in terms of having to see your life, you had to you you were forced to kind of conjure this image of what your life would look like. Yes, and, and I had to resign myself to the fact. Okay, I've had some. I've really enjoyed doing stand up. Yeah, and, and some acting, but obviously I. You know, if these children are going to lose their mother, I'm not going to be like, I'm doing stand-up. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I have to be there. So, What would that have looked like? I mean, what would, would you do? I, I, I wonder how much I would weigh. But I would, um, <laughs> no, I would, I couldn't tour doing stand-up. Right. I couldn't do stand-up. And believe me, with five children, age five to six to 15. Oh, my God. It's you know, when I'm home, oh it's like, it's full board. What? And, you know, like, the commitments, 
of like just school and uh, yeah. you know it's and you don't strike me as like a nanny job. guy is like someone who would farm oh, we, up. we have a i mean well that's the thing it's like there's a difference between like getting help to pick a kid up yeah. from here or there when you have five but there's a lot of stuff that you gotta be there. Yeah, I'm saying that from LA when my children are in New York. But <laughs> well, you, you're doing something very important right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, and for but, you know, and lucrative and lucrative. But <laughs> it's like there are. Um, but you know, like there's one thing you know to have, and that's why we stopped doing the Jim Gaffigan show. Was uh, it's one thing to have one parent be gone, right? But as you know, with TV shows. That's 12, yeah. 14 hours a day. That's right. You and your wife were doing it together. Yeah. So oh, it right. was no, uh, it was not something that you can like just, and, and it's just, you, a full, it, you couldn't, we couldn't outsource it because it was autobiographical yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So. so what does that day look like now? I mean, obviously you're not there now, but yeah. with, with all those kids at home, six to 15, yeah. what, what is your day? How have you had to adjust your oh, career and your, well, it's. You know, my wife is back, so mm-hmm. I'm definitely the priority uh, is, you know, I have a greater appreciation for the opportunities yeah. to do stand-up and and to do some of these acting roles. But there's nothing typical about it. It's like, you know, there's a crisis. There's five possibilities of crises. Good Lord. And there's five unique, there's five possibilities of friends' birthdays, their birthdays, oh, friends, right. Right. you know, after school activities. There's tons of stuff to do. Yeah. And they're my children, so they're crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's like. They all look like you to yeah, a certain degree, do. too. It's really funny. They uh, do. So, yeah. And, and and so doing, now touring, you're touring with the, this yeah. stand-up special you have coming out on Amazon. Yeah. Well, first of all, was that weird to break? Because they all seem to be coming out on Netflix now. I think this is the first special original. that Amazon. Original. First original. That Amazon's releasing. Yeah. What was that like to break with, net, the, you know? Well, you know, it's. I have five specials on Netflix, uh-huh. and the Netflix, um, you know, there's different, you know, there's different opportunities, different places, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so some of it is Amazon is huge, and Amazon is even bigger in some countries than Netflix. So yeah, it's, certainly and, in Brazil. Yeah, and and in England, the UK and Germany and India. And so, you know, the the stand-up comedy special business is different every five years. So, Mm. like, my first special, you know, HBO was the most prestigious, but Comedy Central was the most Mm -hmm. effective place to release a special. And then it changes every five years. And so, uh, you know, Netflix is now uh, probably a preeminent destination, but it's... I almost wonder if it's, I mean, who knows? There's yeah. going to be other players that get into this, like Disney's getting in, yeah. Warner Brothers. Well, there's certainly, there's certainly. You should start of, your own streaming service. Too. I am. Justin. Yeah, long. It's dot a, com. Yeah, it's a platform just for, I mean, we like to do a lot of uh, prop uh, comedy. And it's, yeah. And it, none of it is visual, too. It's going to be audio, audio, audio prop comedy. Yeah. That's funny. Um, the, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> the, uh, the funny. 
Um, okay, we're almost done. Yes. Is that sad or do we can keep It's going? super sad. <laughs> but, uh, you do a lot of charity work. I do. Um, is that something you enjoy talking about? You know, what's something that's good? So my yeah. wife survives this brain tumor. Yeah. So she gets out of the brain tumor, starts writing this book, uh-huh. When Life Gives You Pears, and then that's she starts good. this because uh, it was a pear-shaped tumor. Ah, that's good. And so then she starts this youth organization where it's combining all these volunteer groups, and it's called uh, the Imagine Society. So different huh. non-denominational, you know, they just have to be like a youth group that helps like hmm. people. And they all get them together so that they can meet and hang out and eat pizza. Oh, wow. And it's like, it's a really cool thing. That's and really she's cool. doing that. Ah. And I'm like going out to dinner with my age. <laughs> but you know, you which tr- helps. Well, you know, you, but it's yeah. like, it, that's why it's good to be around someone that's yeah, doing the priorities. Yeah. I, how much that, did that change your perspective? You talk about wanting things and not getting the thing. You know, we were talking about that earlier, you know, chasing, coveting certain things. Yeah. Did, when she went through this, seeing somebody so close to you go through this, does that change all of that? Does that erase oh, yeah. most of that? She had just survived, more or less. Yeah. And I had this album and this special coming out. So they're like, you need to do press for it. And oh I'm like, my god! Uh, I'm like, is it necessary? My wife got through all this, and she wanted to communicate to people about her experience. Yeah, and so she, you know, once she got out of, like, uh, you know, it was apparent that she was going to be fine. She was like, she wanted me to communicate to people. Mm. On social media, that she was okay, because that gave her so much comfort. That, that yeah, that yeah. that somehow it was indirectly helping people. Yeah, well, it probably was. So it was weird. So yeah. like we did like People magazine stuff, oh, stuff that wow, I would feel like I wouldn't yeah. want to do. Yeah, but she wants. She goes, uh, you know, she wants people to know that. Uh, you can go through this, uh, it, which sounds weird. No, but, no, it makes sense, especially considering yeah. that must have been such a source of like comfort for her. Yeah, yeah. She's so so. The, she likes people. I don't. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you balance each other well. Yeah. So together, you're kind of neutral with people. Uh, we're together. We're kind of like you. Yeah. <laughs> What Beige is that and... supposed to mean? That was hurtful. That was not fair. That was that was mad. I gotta go to dinner. I know. Okay. Uh, um, okay. These are quick. All right. What is your most commonly used emoji? Would you oh. say your go-to? You're texting your wife. Oh, that's interesting. I don't really use them. Never. That being said, probably the next time you see me, I'm like, you know, now I'm using emojis. <laughs> But I would say, this is my first time trying to get out of a chair. Uh, I would say, I would like to get to the point where I'd use prayer hands uh-huh. in a very sarcastic <laughs> yes, way. Because yes. I, I don't yeah. think anyone ever uses prayer hands properly anyway, it, do they? It's that I use it sarcastically in that like Hollywood bow <laughs> kind of way. Like, thank you so much. <laughs> you know? Thank you, prayer hands, uh, yeah. right? I'm going to send you that when we leave. Okay. This long. Uh, or eggplant. That would be like. Well, you got to go the cherries, the eggplant, and then little water droplets. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> That's an early 90s gaff again, emoji <laughs> sequence. What is your most. Uh, Probably that. <laughs> really? Probably that. You'll just send that to a friend? Yeah. Or just like. My mom. <laughs> What's with the cherries? Uh, 
if you could be a professional athlete, what sport? Yeah. I think, uh, what would you play? Would it be football? Oh my gosh! Uh, dressage. Uh, Why wouldn't he think I'd? Play it would dressage? be. It would be. Uh, um, uh, limbic dancing. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, what, that what is the, the, the symmetrical? The, uh, the thing with know, the, the the. I'd use the ball on the stick. Uh, no, I would, uh, rhythmic. Yeah. I, I don't know what I would do. With the ribbons. I've got low T, so I don't know That's what right. I would do. Something low T oriented like, um, or like luge, I guess they just put you in the thing. Yeah, that's, that seems stressful. Yeah. Let's keep that one blank. Well, maybe I would do the, uh, push the puck across the thing. Curling. Curling. I feel like there's a lot of guys that look like me that do that already. <laughs> well, good. Right? So you wouldn't feel like a... I, I would fit in. An outlier. Uh, if you could have one snack food for the rest of your life, what would it be? It depends. It goes. I go through different phases. Mm -hmm. What is your thing? If I could only have one, I think it'd be pizza-flavored goldfish. Oh, really? I, I love them. I could go through a... Chessmen, I love Pepperidge Farm. Then we're not sponsored by them. Right. Um... Now I'm at like this morbidly obese pace. Like a lot of a lot of people don't know that like they had to knock down a wall to get me into yeah. the studio. I wasn't gonna say anything. But it's just like you know, when I was like going sideways and I was like, Hey Justin, <laughs> but I was facing the wrong way. It's like You're like, Hey, yeah. here I come, here I come and then I was like farting too. I was like Yeah. Well, I just thought um, that was a joke. But peanut butter pretzels those have done me in. Peanut in butter covered pretzels. No, crunch. no. It's peanut butter. There's a nub of peanut butter inside Oh, inside. A yes, a nub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A nub. Uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? I used to say The Apostle. Hmm. Which really? was a, I, I thought that was yeah. a great movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. Um, it's a wonderful he life. Oh, oh. Yeah. He's but what? He's I been? just, I'd be really nervous to meet him, Robert Duvall. From I everything. would probably be nervous to meet him. Yeah. Too. I, he's type A. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's type A plus. He, I feel like any amount of gushing that I would want to do, I'd have to really curb myself. I wouldn't do any gushing no, in no, front no. of him. He wouldn't want it. If you had to live somewhere else, where would it be out, mm. other than New York? I and mean, you probably wouldn't live in LA. I don't know. I like Ireland. You were there for a, a comedy tour. Uh, just a comedy. And then we have friends there. But uh -huh. I would say Ireland or Tokyo. Oh, I love Tokyo. Have you ever right. played there? Yeah. What is I that did. like? I travel to these places and I'll come up with material just for there. Oh, oh. And sometimes, it, you know, so I did like 20 minutes of stuff just about oh. Asia. And then I'm going to do stuff just about Canada. And I'm going to oh. do stuff just about Spain. Oh, I'd love to see the, the, yeah. the Tokyo one. Um, if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, whom you've never met. Well, I've never met. Well, I probably, I might have met him when I was, I would say my mother's father. Uh, I would say my dad's father. Why, you never met your grandfather's? Huh? Um, you know, just because I, oh, I yeah. think it's so interesting. That's why I love, yeah. or Or I would say one of the immigrants that I'm related to who came over. Yeah. You know, like, what were they like? Uh, you yeah. know, what did they aspire uh. to? There's a thing, again, yeah. there's another, like, tie-in yeah. sponsor. Ancestry.com is a sponsor. Yeah. So I, I did that, and I found, uh, on my dad's side, I found out that I was related to this guy who had started, opened this theater, and he had this whole life, and it was so interesting just to see. Oh, and really? there's a single photo of him, and I was, I, 
the all the stories it conjured and and, and uh, have oh, you yeah. ever done anything like that? Like uh, I did it because I. So you're German and what? German Polish. There's uh, all that just that region, and I was a little disappointed that there wasn't. I think there was like five percent Jewish. I thought there was more. No, I thought I thought for I thought sure, for sure there was there. more. No, I thought for sure I'd have some Jewish. I know I don't look it, but yeah. I'm like, it's like as a comedian, you're kind of like, I gotta have some of Right. It. Well, it's the humor, but it's also but, the guilt. It's yeah. the Catholic guilt maybe supplies Um that. I'm mostly just Irish and English. Yeah. I thought for sure I'd have Scandinavian. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, you do look Nordic. All right. Well, um, I gotta go. Well, all right. I want to thank my guest, Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> okay. A really great, uh, your favorite Muppet. Who's your favorite Muppet? Who do you identify with? Oh, on the Beaker. Muppets? Beaker's mine. Really? Of course, yeah. Because that was a running joke with uh, me and me, my me, wife. Me. Oh, really? Yeah. Me, 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 and then, me, me, me. Yeah, so she would yeah. be your Bunsen honeydew. Uh, yeah, but even though I'm probably more Bunsen right. honeydew. Right, well, physically, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? I'd just like to have energy. Uh, if you could be a non-human animal, what, what would you be? I guess a dog or a dolphin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just imagined you as a dolphin. Uh, sm- smooth like dolphin. Uh, dogs or cats, do you prefer? I'm dog. Yeah. Um, orange juice, uh, lots of pulp, some pulp, no pulp. Grapefruit juice. Okay. Uh, and do you think about your epitaph? Uh, any, uh, do you want to be buried? Do you, how do you want to go I out? just want to do something where I won't be known as the hot pocket guy. Okay. Okay. That's all I want. Okay. It's, it's interesting that that one thing, of all the, that that has Right. Got, I mean, seven specials. Oh, right. And you've never, do you ever repeat that joke? I mean, do you... Do, do, I'll do it sometimes. Do you talk about how annoying it is to... No, the, no, because yeah. I don't want to complain. Yeah, yeah, well, too late. In a show. Right. <laughs> right. Not this isn't a show. Well, you know, part of it, too, is like, it's it's ironic because what you're making fun of is the the jingo-y element of it, the kind of like... um. Addictive quality to the to the hot pocket, you know. To well, that. you know what's so amazing is I'm criticizing it. Yes, yeah. And people think yes, that I'm endorsing it. it. Yes, yes, yes. Like, well, you love hot pockets. Yeah. I'm like, it's a disgusting. Fr- yeah. And then they'll go on to list five other jokes, and I'm like, you, why only that one? Anyway, um, I got okay, yeah, you got to go. Everyone uh, watches Quality Time. It's on Amazon, not Netflix. Amazon. Amazon. And then American Dreamer, which yes. is good. American Dreamer is very good. And and if you're a fan of Jim's comedy, you won't see any of it in American Dreamer, but it, yeah. but you'll see some great acting. By the way, you should tell people that you've had me in a hole the entire time. Oh, do you mind if I and let you go? you just throw scraps <laughs> in a bucket and you reach it down. And... Uh, now you can go. Now right. I'll release you. All right. Uh, thanks, buddy. Thank you. So that gaffened. Oh, lordy, lordy, lord. <laughs> we should change it up. So, yeah, it did. And and uh, what you what did you think? He talks about how he talks slowly, but he talks <laughs> slowly and deliberately for the yes. most part. And he talks about being slow in general with things. And I found myself really enjoying it because of that. Because uh-huh. it really lets you... It forces you, you to kind of like zero it, in. Exactly. It forces you... To kind of hang on mm. every word that someone's saying when they say it deliberately, That's, and I re- and the more I thought about it, I was like, I think I just like slow people in general. <laughs> and then I thought, I think I'm slow. <laughs> and then I thought, I think I like myself. I think Whoa. I like slow. Yeah, it, what it, a discovery! It all came back to me. <laughs> well, thanks, <enough>. thanks, Jim. <laughs> 
that's so funny. I yeah, I'm trying to think of example like Stephen. He, he like says things in a very <laughs> kind of deliberate way. Yeah, is that know? Midwestern? I think so. Well, he talks about that. Yeah, he, when he talks about not uh, cursing, having a clean show. He was like, I'm a guy, I'm a guy from the Midwest. It would have been inauthentic if I, and he, and he said he dabbled in that he tried. I would to, love to you hear know, that. Or when he used to smoke on stage. Yeah, I can't believe I that. I can't imagine that. Yeah. But, but again, that, that would have, that was inauthentic for him. Well, but here's the thing. Jim does have a dark sense of humor. He certainly wasn't clean in this podcast. He recognizes really like darkly yeah. funny things. He's got this like, kind of like twinkle in his, this like kind of mischievous twinkle. He, he says dirty things, but he doesn't say them with dirty words you know what i mean like he doesn't right. swear you're right but he says filthy things but that's got to take a lot of confidence for someone who does kind of speak slower i'm thinking of like stephen wright like you know yeah. that comedian who that to, for someone like that to be attempt to do comedy is very gutsy you know because yeah. if they're not funny if the material itself is not strong then it's just so boring well i think to that point uh, that's why he created that alter oh, ego that, like, that that kind of greek chorus yeah. in a way and he said before i thought that was really interesting that before the audience can heckle him he kind of beats them to the punch yeah. by heckling himself you know like i can't believe yeah. you just said that well, it's funny it's like a geek chorus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know i and i've noticed this about stand-up comedians on other podcasts i think there's an inherent need for them to try to be funny and it comes off sometimes as like trying a little bit. Like they're not really listening, I, you know, because. Yeah. I, I was... and, I, and I thought that, and, and as I as I cut you off, I'm not listening to you. Um, <laughs> in general, you, you're you very funny, I think, and he's very funny, I think. And you kind of took turns being funny sometimes mm. instead of kind of dancing together being funny. Yeah, I know what you mean. There was, there was mo one moment where he started treating me like an audience member, it felt yes, like. Yes, he totally flipped it. Yeah. I forget what, what the thing was that, that started that, but I think he, he, I whatever it was, he didn't want to be talking about it, something right. about himself or about his, his life in some way, I think. And, out of and he was like, what about you? What yeah. you? And he was like, who are you jealous of? And, who, <laughs> and he was, I thought it was weird too, that he was really fixated on this idea that you must be yes. jealous of people. And, and he was aware of his IMDb rating. Yes. For a guy who's this like ho-hum Midwestern guy, <laughs> he seems very um, aware of his like where he is in his career and he's focused oh God, on I think he's ambitious I he's think, clearly ambitious i haven't looked at imdb rate i forgot that they rated uh, me too i forgot that, ex that was IMDb, a thing that yeah. existed <laughs> yeah, in any way wherever that but again not a bad thing it's just surprising with jim because you're right he has that ho who ho cares yeah. like yeah um it surprised me how much he loves acting did that surprise you yes Yes, that, that it he, shouldn't. But he but he put it right up there. He's like, I love stand-up com uh, comedy and I love acting. And I don't know him, so who am I to judge this? But he never struck me as someone who was. You know, he did no. all those commercials. And I know. I guess maybe I just haven't seen him do a lot of real acting. No, you know? and I mean, I guess much to his chagrin. I forget when this happened, but it was totally out of the blue. He was in the middle of saying something, and you, totally out of the blue, say. You look like a far side character. <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard because it was not. He does. A, it was the perfect timing. It was so w random that you said that. And also, his reaction made me laugh even harder. He, go, he, goes, he goes, That's an insult. But he <laughs> you know what? I, sometimes I can't hold things in. It I just couldn't so hold it. so funny. And now, you know, I think Jim is actually maybe a little more sensitive to stuff like that than I would have thought. 
he he. I get why you wouldn't think he would be because he's very self-deprecating in his act. He's about always his, talking his about, weight. Yep. And his, but again, it's different when you say it about yourself That's true. versus I know. you know. Um, I like his take on Catholicism. There's constantly shit in the news. You're you you know you can't a week doesn't go by when you're not like oh great another thing about it. But he was like, I'm just too lazy to find another one. Like, I've been doing it for <laughs> yeah, so that's long. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's funny. really funny. You, you guys talk about those novelty t-shirts like uh, that we used to wear in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. And, and some of them are so filthy. But what you say at the end is so much more inappropriate than anything that's ever been on one of those shirts. You say they have jizz jokes on them. <laughs> And, yeah, and jizz joke is maybe the grossest combination <laughs> gross. of two words I've ever heard. Hashtag jizz, jizz jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. I was surprised that he couldn't pick one snack food, but then I thought, I know that kind of makes sense that he he'd be torn between many different types of snacks because he, he talks in his act. He talks about f- different types of I snack foods he likes a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it was also at the time. That he wanted to go. He wanted to go. Yeah. There was a time in the interview where I, he had, he was talking about his low T and then the T just got really low, you know, <laughs> it went away. <laughs> he he lost no all his T. Yes. <laughs> it was replaced with a like annoyance. Yeah. Um, yeah. He wanted to go and he, and it was like, what? My favorite Muppet. <laughs> I just remember thinking, <laughs> oh, these are dumb questions. Why am I? He was kind of, cause well, throughout, throughout the interview, I got nervous. He, he kept kind of making fun of the podcast, which I, which I <laughs> yes, thought was funny Yes, about his wanting to leave. I want to say you, I was really impressed that you were very persistent. I would have folded. He was like, uh, I got to go. You were like, okay, hold on. I, I yeah. just a couple more questions. You were persistent no. with keeping him there. I thought it was, oh. I, I thought it was good. Well, he's someone that I've known for long. I feel comfortable mm-hmm. enough with him to do that. We're like, you know, and he was playful enough with me. And, and some of that I have to go stuff, I think may have been. Maybe it was just for the show. Maybe, I'm, I'm getting more like maybe more confident too. Yeah, wow. growth. You d- take the compliment. All right, thanks. You're like, no, it's not that. You're like, I just know him. And... <laughs> that was uh, that was a good interview. That was fun to listen to. Was... I like that his superpower is he wants to have energy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And at the time, I was like, I'd like you to have a little more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. Um, well, now we're gonna close the show like we close every show now by reading one of your letters. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do the honors? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, this is from Brittany T. Not testosterone. <laughs> yeah, Brittany T. <laughs> short for testosterone. <laughs> this is from Miss Testosterone. Uh, Brittany T. Um, the subject is Canadian listener. So already, you know, I'm in. I'm hooked. Morning. And there's a smiley face emoji for the show. Mm-hmm. I think, or maybe not. Maybe oh. I'm reading too much into oh, it. Oh, maybe you are. I well, didn't think of that. Hopefully it's for the show. Now I'm too confident about the show. We're like, when people do, <laughs> you, when people use emojis now in this country, <laughs> they think of our show. Let's face it. Yo, we're bringing emojis back. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think they went anywhere. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> there should be a word for that. Like questioning yourself voice. The Gaffian voice. The geek chorus. Yeah, the geek. I like that. Yeah. Some may say too confident. I'll read the letter. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I would. So this is Brittany T. Morning. Uh, I did that. I wouldn't typically write in, but I need to get this off my chest. Another exclamation point. There are often comments about Justin's relationship status, and I think, dot, 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 he's funny, he's successful, what's the deal? And then, a lot of ends. I'm reading all the ends. Then the McDonald's ad comes on, quote, for Canadians. Come on, man. I am a Canadian, and I've literally never heard anyone speak in that accent. I can't speak for er everyone, but I will say I've told many people to listen to your podcast, and their their first comments are always, I love it. Thanks for the suggestion. 
followed up with, his stereotype of Canadians is awful. Ha <laughs> ha. You guys are great, and your guests have been unreal, but maybe just ditched. one guest. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I wonder no which S. guest was unreal to her. <laughs> But maybe ditch the bad impression or you should visit Canada to work on that. And then another emoji of someone like shrugging, like, I don't know. Um, have a great weekend. <laughs> Cheers, Brittany T. Well, that's a letter that people aren't really going to get a whole lot of life advice. From, no. But it was funny. And I, I think you have a, a better Canadian accent than you get credit for. Well, what she... See, I didn't read it properly. She actually said, I am a Canadian and... I've listened to your sh show about five times. Oh, God, that's terrible. Maybe your Canadian accent is getting worse. I think it's getting worse. Has it gotten bad? Is it bad? Well, I gotta yeah, work on it. Yeah, we'll work on it. Anyway. Sorry. Um, well. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Brittany and the other Canadians who feel that way. Uh, but I do love your country and I, I love the people who live in it. So if anyone else wants to write in and shit on Justin's uh, <laughs> bad impressions or shit on anything else about yeah. Justin or me. Uh, we would love it. <laughs> it's uh, our email address is life is short at wondery.com and we would love to hear from you. And um, thank you for listening to Life is Short. And to Jim Gaffigan for being awesome. Yeah, and funny. How do we end this? Just peter out. So that's oh, it. Yeah. Life could be a dream. Life could be a dream. Thank you all. Canadians and non-Canadians alike for listening to our show. Life is Short is hosted by me, Justin Long. You don't always have to say that. And it's produced by Christian Long and Megan Monaco. Our senior producer is Michelle Mischlands. Audio engineer is Marcelino Villapando. Life is Short is executive produced by Marshall Louis and Hernan Lopez for Wondery. And Ray finds his first day working for him. He, the only thing Ray finds requested of him, like for as his assistant, he, he wanted him to go to serve the tabla. I don't know this. And pick up like pick up like some bowl or kettle or whatever. Let's say it's a kettle. It doesn't matter. Just like one piece of something. Uh. And the voicemail was like. Four and a half minutes long, and 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 it was from based Ray? from Rafe, and Rafe. it was and, and it was like, hello, Michael. I would like you to go to Sir the Top no. on the corner of Sixty Fourth no. and Lexington. Oh my God. Again, that's get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. And I want you to walk into aisle three. No. And get the kettle and whatever. Again, oh that's God. Sir. No, no, no. La table. I don't believe it. I don't and believe it. He said Sir La Table so many times to remind him. <laughs> and he was like, thank you. Again. Again. <laughs> Just to be sure. Get out of here. So Four and a half minutes. La table. I, I He may have been doing a bit. No, maybe. But he was so no. precise. And the way he said it kept getting more like... <laughs> Had this so... guy... Wait, wait. Who's telling you the story? Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Life is Short ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. 
Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hey, grownups, the Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today.